welcome to Let Me Know How It Is, a pop culture podcast about TV, movies, comics, and all things geek. We had so much fun the first time, we're bringing it back. This is Definitive 5-2. I'm Zach Slater. I'm Frank Melman. This is Tommy Smithery. And I'm Clifton. Okay, so if you didn't catch our first Definitive 5 episode, this is how it works. Frank has a list of characters for pop culture. For each of these characters, we all decide which of the five media categories is home to the definitive version. Film, comics, TV, animation, or video games. Those are the five that we're going to pick from. So, Frank, take the wheel. Sure thing. The other thing to remember is the whatever one you choose, the other four categories go away. So, for example, if you choose comic books for a character, they're no longer available to you as a movie, a television show, a video game, or... Um, animation. I think animation. we split yes. off animation as yes. the fifth. Right, right. So if you pick, so if you pick TV as your definitive version of, I don't know, Casper the Friendly Ghost, <laughs> right? That's all you get. That's all you, you get. No, long, you you no get. longer get the old Harvey comics, no, right. or the or the Christina Ricci movie. Right. There's no Christina right. Ricci movie. That's it. That's all you get. So keep that in mind. So basically, like we're playing against ourselves, as well as you know taking in what everyone else is is choosing as a as a, as a definitive take. All right, everybody ready? Yes. All right, so the first character is Raven from the Teen Titans. Mm. Mm. I'm thinking. Animation. All right. <laughs> Tommy's coming in with the animation. Okay. Yeah, I think I agree. I think, I think that's where I know the character the most. I've probably encountered the most of Raven right. as an animated character versus... You know, I haven't watched Titans, um, right? You know, and and comic wise, you know, I've read Teen Titans here and there, and you know, in event books where she's popped up, but yeah, right. I would say animation. Clifton, yeah, no, I mean, I have to go there for some of the same reasons. Animation, I've never actually read the old. I know all the stories from the Wolfman Perez new mm-hmm. Teen Titans run, but I've never read them myself. Gotcha. Uh, so just not too familiar there. Animation from the the Teen Titans original cartoon. Mm-hmm. So then Teen Titans Go, which again, haven't watched much of. So that's why it's not that. I do like Titans. I, I do like the actress that plays her in Titans, but uh, definitely just more familiar with her from the Titans cartoon, the first Titans cartoon, which I did like a lot. Gotcha. And that one is voiced by Tara Strong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I, I like the animated one from Teen Titans. And, or uh, I guess it's, yeah, yeah, Teen Titans, original Teen Titans animated. Right. I like her in that. I even like the, 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 uh, the version we get in like a lot of the direct to Blu-ray or DVD. Yeah, mm-hmm. those I haven't seen the ones with any of the Teen Titans in them yet either. Like yeah, the okay. Justice League versus Teen Titans, that's one, right? Yeah. 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 They did a Judas contract and okay. uh, Yeah, and she's got she's got a big role in um Apocalypse War. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah. Actually, I haven't yeah. seen those two. Do they use the same voice actors for those three appearances? <laughs> Well, the same voice actress that isn't Tara Strong, but yes. amongst those three, they <laughs> yeah, use right. a, a recurring voice actress. I think so. Yeah, I okay. believe so, too. I think they do. Yeah. But I'm going to have to go with, let me see. I haven't seen Titans yet, so I don't really know. So I haven't seen the live action. Um, I'm going to go video, not go video games. I'm going to go um, comics. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's, that's I was going to say, does she even <laughs> appear in a video game anywhere? She's got to be in like Injustice, right? Right. Tommy, is she in video games? Yeah, she's in Injustice. Yeah, okay. Is she? Okay. Yeah. She would be. That's right, she is. Okay. But yeah, I'm going to go with comics. That's where, that's where I first encountered the character was in the Wolfman Perez stuff. Um, while I really like the, um, the Teen Titans one, I think she's the, that character's great. She's just not the same character she is in the comics. Right. So... That's my only thing. I would go. I would go with comics for now for that one. Okay. Has she been in Young Justice yet? Um, Refresh my memory. Has she popped up in season three? I don't think she Not has. That I can remember. I don't think she is. I'm okay. going to her yeah. or Starfire yet. Have we? No, nobody from the Teen yeah. Titans except for um, Beast Boy, Cyborg, Cyborg, yeah. Beast Boy, and um, Robin. Robin. Yeah, and Tara and Kid Flash. We got Tara too. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. So okay. No Jericho right. yet. All right, very good. So right. three for three for three for animation, and then one for comics for right. Mm-hmm. All right, very good. All right, next next character is Yoda. <laughs> what's your definitive? What's your definitive take on Yoda? Mm. I mean, uh, Empire Strikes Back for me. <laughs> so movies, yeah. yeah. So movies, definitely movies for me. Zach, you saying the same thing? I, I'm I'm thinking. 
Because, okay. yeah, I think... Yeah, it's Empire Strikes Back, which is awesome, but, but I'm also like, do I want to pick it for the prequels <laughs> for that reason? You right. know, uh, no. And and the only thing that's kind of no, it's the movies. You're, Cliff is right. It's Empire Strikes Back. I like the angry Muppet. <laughs> but the only thing the only thing that's given me a little hang up is um the the Gendy Tartakovsky Clone Wars, because Yoda yeah, is yeah. awesome. In yeah. those, I mean, there's good appearances <laughs> yeah. elsewhere. Sure, well, that's yeah. what I was. That's what I was thinking. Was the idea but that you, but can you lose Gindy's Clone Wars? That's yes. a question. Could you live in a world without Gindy's oh, Clone Wars? I don't know. I don't. I don't know <laughs> if I have the strength. But which is now just recently added to Disney Plus for anyone yeah. who hasn't seen it yet. Oh, it's so good. But no, I don't think I could live in a world without Empire Strikes Back, though. Yeah, right. That's the thing. Yeah, that's a tough Ooh, one. Sorry, Gindy. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, what about you? Oh, movies for sure. Empire is the franchise. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that one. You don't get you don't get anything else without Empire, right? I'm trying to think if there's anything. No, I think you're pretty right. Well, except for the fact that you would get you'd have to have Star Wars in order to do it again when J.J. Abrams does it. <laughs> sure. But yeah, exactly. So without that, without that as a guide, it's a guide for the for that movie. You know, you wouldn't get that without. Getting the new hope. Has there been Yoda video game appearances? Well, I guess probably like Lego Star Wars. He's probably been playable in a Lego Star Wars, right? Oh, I'm sure of that. Yeah, it's which probably is always that. fun. Um, trying to think, is he anything else? He's got to be something else. Soul Caliber. Was he? Yeah. There's a bit with Soul Caliber where they um branch out do other characters before Mortal Kombat. Uh, um, I forget. Somebody does a character from Tekken. Somebody does like. Spawn or somebody, and then that sounds right. Like no, no, I think DLCs. Yeah, it was no, not DLCs. It's like they branched out and put three separate characters on a different system. One went to Xbox, one went to um, GameCube, and one went to um, PlayStation. Mm-hmm. The one that went to um, GameCube was Yoda's. Okay. Uh, it was just flipping back and forth. This came for the prequels. That's what they used the right, uh, right. Attack of the Clones mm-hmm. for for clarification. Mandalorian does not count because Grogu is a completely different character, right. even though people call him Baby Yoda. Right, right. exactly. Right, so yeah, we're talking about classic Yoda. <laughs> yeah, yes. Okay. Not not a you know not something not one of his people or whatever. That Grogu's darn cute though, man. Sure, of course. <laughs> and not Yaddle from the prequels. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you could still have you could still have uh, Grogu. You just couldn't have Yoda if you gave up. Right. Yeah, I'm going with movies. I think I think this is a you know I think it's a full sweep. I don't see how you couldn't have you know I don't think the character is much better. I mean, Empire is it? I don't think is going to be a better performance. I like some right. of the stuff in was it um, is it Last Jedi? Like the Ghost Yoda? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a little bit of that. I've seen a little bit of Clone Wars. I've read some of the Jason Aaron stuff with Yoda, but yeah, I think the movies. That's the one I have to go with for sure. Mm-hmm. But definitely check out Gendy's Clone Wars if you haven't watched it yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is great. All right. Who's next? Number three. All right. Number three is Magneto. Ooh. Hmm. What's your definitive five? <laughs> TV, movies, video games, comics, animation. There's been good iterations. Yes, there yeah. have. There's been a lot of solid been. iterations. Both of the movie Magnetos are good. Ian McKellen yeah. and Michael Fassbender. Yeah, at one point there was talk of... Talk of um, well, they originally talked at one point about doing a bunch of X-Men Origins movies. Right. And yeah. I think what some of the stuff that they were going to do that they folded into Fassbender's... Like first the bit, class. First yeah, class, yeah. yeah. The bit where he goes and, and finds the, the, the Nazis. Yeah, um, and I, I do think that was a great choice for that movie. Yeah, I think so like, too. Magneto hunting Nazis is great. Sure. I don't know if you get a whole movie out of it, but you get like a good solid chunk of a, of a good movie out of it. So mm-hmm. I think that was the right decision in the end. Yeah. I mean, even though I'd still like, I'd still, I'd watch a movie with Nazi, with Magneto hunting <laughs> Nazis. Just that. Yeah. The whole oh, time. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd like to see the, there's a, the X-Men issue. It's like around, it's in the one fifties, which basically gives you, you know, um, young Charles and young, mm-hmm. Eric Leshner and there where they meet um, where Charles has to help Gabriel Holler. Okay. Legion's mom. And all that all comes together. 
You know, right. it's kind of like, you know, back when they were friends long before everything happens in the early 60s. I mm-hmm. think that would have been a cool movie had they made that, but they didn't do it. Yeah. So, not that I'm saying movies is my choice. I'm just saying. Right. I am, I think. <laughs> Are you? I'm, yeah, I'm going to go with movies, I think. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, because no. Because the thing I think about, like, like, I just, I think the Xavier Magneto relationship is so great in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, I think that may be, that may be my favorite aspect of the character. Okay. <laughs> is that, that, that relationship, not the character yourself? No, no, no. I just, I think, I just, I like the backstory behind that. And I like, I like the, the friendly antagonistic. Like the portrayal of yeah, it in that per- version. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Did you ever see the Coldplay video, like the fan video that it was made with the first class footage? No. no. Oh, it's so good. You can find this. It was on a Conan O'Brien show at Comic-Con. So when Conan O'Brien would do Comic-Con, he has on the full the full cast from those X-Men movies. So it's after first class, but before Apocalypse, I think. So uh-huh. I think it's the cast for Apocalypse. Mm. But he shows a video that somebody had made of of like Magneto and Charles from like just footage uh-huh. <laughs> set to Coldplay. Jeez. <laughs> and it's them like their like their anguish and like Charles like them saving each other and uh <laughs> and like uh Fastbender and and McAvoy. McAvoy loved it. Like they are <laughs> like dying laughing watching this video. It is so good. Check it out. But that their relationship set to Coldplay, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> So Zach, no, no video game Magneto, no. Right, and I was gonna say, like now you got no pride of the X Men, where Magneto was apparently eight feet tall, yeah, according know, to right? that one model <laughs> sheet yeah. we saw. No pride of the X Men. Yeah. Yes. Is he in? Is he in Evolution or the no, ninety three? Yeah. He's in the ninety three yeah, one. Good. He's good in X Men Evolution. He's he's yeah. in that, that Christmas episode that I like a lot too. Oh, yeah, I think. That is a good one. Yeah. On Angel's wings. Okay. So that's that's gone. So. Yeah. Like for me, I got to go comics, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As I brought up before, God Loves Man Kills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> One of my sure. favorites of all time. Sure. Magneto's pivotal in that. But I like, I do like just growing up in the comics of of having that, the back and forth, like the heel turns and face turns from Magneto's. I always liked seeing play out when I was younger and reading the books. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, he's like a good guy now? Kind of. <laughs> right. What's going on? Like, right, he's training. The, he's training the new mutants. What are you guys doing? <laughs> right. Why are you trusting this man with kids? Right. <laughs> yeah, and I and I do like that kind of like disorientation that I would feel reading those books when I was a mm-hmm. kid. I'm like, yeah. okay, I guess like he does get a second chance. <laughs> so I go comics. Very good. I'm going comics too. When I think of the character and like you said, like the various iterations, you know, like when he had that uh, that weird kind of purpley costume that had just the big M on it <laughs> right. around X-Men oh, 2 yeah, yeah. around X-Men 200 <laughs> like when they did the trial of Magneto yeah when he like basically goes on trial for crushing the submarine full of guys and Charles is you know goes off this base he's like take care of the kids adios <laughs> <laughs> and like you said he's he's basically he's like he's around and he's part of the X-Men but he's not he sort of yeah. is sort of not and then yeah. but like from the you know from the beginning he's that counterpoint to Charles and he's got that whole thing of like nope you know we're we're superior to these to these humans mm. you know we're not gonna get along with them we're gonna rule over them that whole thing um i mean i i you know i would hate to miss out on prior to the x-men or the video game stuff but and i love the movies i love first class i think fastbenders as much as like sir ian mckellen i like fastbenders yeah. as a as a young magneto i thought he was really really yeah. good and like i said i'd hope for, hope for more um He's he's even the best thing about Apocalypse, which is not very good, but he's no. good in it. Like, like <laughs> yeah. his stuff is good in it. So. Oh yeah, he's got. Some, I mean, there's some great, there's some great character stuff. It's one of those things mm-hmm. where, um, you know, if they if they chose, you know, if they were able to pick and choose stuff from that that universe of stuff for whatever they decide for the MCU, I would keep Fastbender. Yeah, and he ages great. He does. That's <laughs> that's part, but that's part of the reason why I would keep him is the fact that he's you know he's not. He, for his, however old he is, he just certainly doesn't look like he's much older than when he started and did first class. I don't think, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So I think you so, could, you, uh, like I don't know what happens between like Dark Phoenix is set in the '90s and a first X Men set in the 2000s. So something happens to that Magneto that turns Fastbender into <laughs> Ian McKellen. He ages sixty years <laughs> in. 
in a few months. Well, I mean, well, in the, I mean, to be fair, like in the comics, at one point, Magneto gets devolved to being a baby again. And <laughs> right. they, hope that, they hope that yeah. maybe it was a nature versus nurture thing that he could be raised, <laughs> ra- could be raised to be a better person the second time around. It doesn't take, right. yeah. you know, that kind of thing. But um, yeah, that's that's where I first encountered the character. That's where I've always, you know, there's so many, you know, so many episodes, so many episodes, so many issues with you know Magneto just being the consummate supervillain. So I would definitely go with the comics. Hmm. Tommy, how about you? Oh, comics. Easily. Okay. Yeah. Only two good movies. The rest I'll wipe out, in my opinion. Animation. Uh, only one good series that I actually cared to watch, despite how many depictions he has in it. Um, video games. No one picked him in <laughs> X-Men <laughs> versus Capcom. I mean, Marvel vs. Capcom. So, definitely comics. Cool. All right. Next character. Ash Williams. <laughs> What's your definitive take on Ash Williams? Movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're all about the boomstick. Oh, man. That's classic. You can watch that <laughs> thousand times over 20 years ago, 20 years in the future. It, it carved out his career. That it's a good one. Debut. It's a good one. He's one of, that was when I was reading up on him today. It said that he's one of the, he's one of the only, uh, Bruce Campbell's the only, one of the few actors to play the character in every iteration. Right. Yeah. It's like almost like he shows well, there's up. There's been it. other iterations. Yeah. Like okay. video games. Yeah. Yeah. The TV show. Yeah. That he also stars in. He yes. shows up every oh, okay. time. Yeah. yeah. The season, the TV show ran what three seasons? Yeah. Yeah. On stars, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently, when there's a soft, there was a soft reboot. He's even in that. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't see him without being the character. No. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it'd be a tough one to to find someone else to do that to be that part. Ah, that character's gonna die with him. You know, what's funny about the the Bruce Campbell backstory is I think I feel like a lot of people know this, but some people might not know this is that he grew up with the Raimis. Mm-hmm. He grew up with Sam Raimi, most notably, and Ted Raimi, Sam's brother, who you know as Joxer from Xena and Hercules, as well as other Sam Raimi appearance, like other appearances in Sam Raimi stuff. But they would make movies in high school, apparently, is what I read. Mm-hmm. And, and they would take turns, you know, being the different roles and making their, their kid home movies. Right. And then they figured out Bruce Campbell, like, if Bruce Campbell was the star, the girls would watch their movies. <laughs> <laughs> and if Sam and Ted were the stars, the girls would not watch their movies. Uh, and, and that's how Bruce Campbell became their leading man. Gotcha. <laughs> is, is how the story goes. That makes sense. I can see yes. that. Yeah, on a side note, I'm hoping I'm hoping he shows up in uh Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping he's got some even if he's the usher. He will. Even <laughs> if he's just the usher, I'm hoping he shows up. Um Yeah. But I will I will I would say movies. I don't you know, I played there's a video game that he voices it's pretty cool to play. Um I'm thinking like it's I'm talking like I think it's like PlayStation 2. Okay, I, I was going to ask what system it was on. I don't think it's. I don't know if it's if it's still available on one of the one of the PlayStation platforms or not. But I know that was. Right. I think, but it was fun because it was it was you know it was actually him. Um, I haven't seen the TV show. Tommy, have you seen it? I know, I know of it. I wasn't at the time. I wasn't a huge um, Evil Dead Two fan. I just liked him from um, Xena. Mm-hmm. It was always entertaining from Xena. Right. Yeah. And there was a t- there was a chance where you thought you'd be- get to meet him, right? Yeah. i was working at a hotel in baltimore when he came in and i just missed him yeah they told me uh, told me he was down to earth cool dude uh relaxed you know he's the guy that you would have a beer with even if he didn't drink beer yeah very relaxing down to earth yeah i remember that you remember the deal was it was like if you see him (laughs) yeah and let me know and he did yeah and i did he has a good cameo in uh, Fargo season two. I found out. Oh, it's a great yes. cameo oh, Fargo, Fargo season two. Fargo season so worth it just watching for that. Yeah. yeah, it's a great show. Yeah, it's a great uh, season for Fargo. Yeah, great season for Fargo and a fantastic cameo. Mm-hmm. I have seen the the Evil Dead show, the first season of the TV show. Okay. I have not seen the the latter two seasons yet, but I did like the first season a lot. It's very good. Okay, like, he's great in it. But I still got to go movies, uh, yeah. Evil Dead two and Army of Darkness particularly. Great stuff. I'm going to go movies because I didn't know that the character appeared in anything else. So. <laughs> well, they, I mean, he's, I mean, and he's, dy- uh, was it Dynamite or 
I yeah, didn't Dynamite know. had the license, I think, for a long time. Dynamite had the license mm-hmm. for a long time, and he's like, there's teaming up. I think there's Dy- uh, him and... Um, oh, and then but, uh, Wildstorm had it at one point. And there was a Freddy... Okay. It was a Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, and Ash story. <laughs> like, I think there's a couple of miniseries. I think there's two of hmm. those. Yeah, that sounded about right. And then Dynamite had it for a while, and then like there's a Marvel Zombies versus the Army of Darkness where he's in that against Marvel yeah. characters. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think this is, I'm pretty sure there's a, an Army of Darkness Xena. I'm like, anything they had a license for at the time, Dynamite did mm-hmm. cross him over with. So there's a bunch of comic stuff, and I like some of that comic stuff. Um, but I got to go movies. I think the movies is, is where it's the definitive character is. And like, I believe, I agree with Tommy that you could watch it, you know, 20 years in the past, 20 years in the future, whatever. It's always going to be a great movie. Both of them, Army of Darkness or uh, Evil Dead. So. All right, moving on. Next character is Wildcat. So some of the people might not know, Wildcat's a little less known uh-huh. than some of the others. So just a refresher on Wildcat for anyone who's not familiar. Sure. Wildcat is uh, his alter ego's boxer, Ted Grant. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so, so he was a founding member of the JSA. Um, been in uh, the comics since the, 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 the 30s or 40s. Right. Basically, he's just a guy in a, in a, in a cat suit, <laughs> didn't have, have any superpowers, kind of toughs it out. Um, trained a bunch of various people throughout the DC, like Catwoman and Black Canary, just name a few. Yeah. But he's been in a bunch of different stuff, so. And, and this is the prior version, a prior version of Wildcat. There have been yes. multiple versions of Wildcat. Yolanda Montez. Yes. Is the current version that appears on the Stargirl show, if Correct. you're familiar with that one. Yes. So it's the version that she got the costume from in yep. Stargirl. Yeah. She was Wildcat 2 yep. in the comics. Right. So, mm-hmm. so yes. What's your, what's your definitive take on Wildcat? For my definitive take, I'm going animation for Wildcat. Okay. Most notably for the uh, Justice League appearances in the, the Justice League show. Yeah, I am too. I'm saying, yeah. Voiced by Dennis Farina in Justice League Unlimited, mm-hmm. which is awesome. That is pretty great. He's really, really good. But um, um, oh, what's the dude from Full Metal Jacket? Yeah, I thought you could say that. I thought for sure, Zach, you were gonna say Raven the Bull with uh, Ar- with Ar- with Arlie Ermy. Yeah, he's great too. He's <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's not many appearances of no. Wildcat in all of animation, but right. they're all good. He's not in yeah. a bad episode. They are yeah. good ones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that version appeared on Arrow on TV as well. Mm, that's uh, so right. There has been a TV appearance of that ver- of the Ted Grant. Yeah. Yeah, you get that bit in, um, what's the one about, because uh, Batman gets aged. It's, it's, it's uh, Degaton, right? In the Brave and the Bold episode, Batman gets aged to their age. Right? Oh, right, right. Yeah, the, the JSA episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. Arlie Ermey has a line about, you know, I turn around for one second, you're, 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 uh, you're an elderly man now covered with robots mm. or something like that. Yeah, it's a good episode. It is a good yeah, episode. Gold, golden Age of Justice. There yep. you go. That's a really good one. Yep. Season two. Yeah, I don't think he's been in any video game stuff. So that would rule that out. Mm. And then um, I was I was kind of disappointed that he's not mentioned for uh, Black Adam. Right. I was hoping with, yeah. all the, with all the JSA stuff as well as the animated. I was hoping with the JSA stuff that they were listing that we would get another you know, wildcat appearance somewhere in there. Yeah. I don't, and I don't think his stuff from new frontier is in the movie either. No, I don't right? well, Did they go to, well, they go no. to Vegas. I can't remember if it's a boxing match. They may be, I mean, yeah, it's hard to remember. I don't yeah. remember if it's not, I, I just remember it being that flash sequence, right? Yeah, it is the flash. It is the flash. Se- I mean, he's, he's on a poster in the movie for sure. Okay. I remember because in the comic, he fights Cassius clay. Yeah, exactly. And then in the mo- in the movie in the movie they changed they changed the boxer's name to be Cook as a as a nod to Darwin Cook. Right. Okay. Yeah. Tommy, what do you think? I have to go with animation too. Just because yeah. um as much as I know there's stories about him, you know, the JSA and stuff, but nothing really stands out or comes to mind. So I'd have to go with the most memorable depiction of the character, which was in um what you guys mentioned earlier. So I have to go with animation. Gotcha. I'm going to go with comics. All right. Just because I like, you know, um, I like Jeff John's run with JSA. He's good in that. There's a lot of good Wildcat stuff. Uh, but my earliest remembrance of Wildcat as a character is, and I, and I mentioned it before, it's a Brave and the Bold issue where they, um, where it's Batman and Wildcat 
uh, they're they're in a boxing ring and they're fighting one another and they have like <laughs> you yeah. remember the issue? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I remember yeah. the cover. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just the two of them and the Joker's in the background egging them on and they're fighting and they have like these three inch spikes on both sides of their gloves, so they're both punching each other with you know it's a Jim Aparo cover. They're fighting and they're and they're, they're throwing these haymakers with these spikes on their gloves and it's one of the things where even as a kid I was like yeah that's brutal you know how are they you know how are they doing this you know but still that's where I first saw Wildcat and it's one of those things where they just have to beat each other senseless you know fighting each other so every time I see that cover I think of the Simpsons episode where Homer becomes a boxer uh-huh you remember <laughs> oh yeah and then Moses Moses his trainer and and because Mo was an old-time boxer and he has and he gives him his old gloves and he's like what's this Mo and it's like barbed wire is wrapped around the yeah. glove and goes, Oh, you're right. Yeah. They used to call that the stinger. Yeah. yeah. They, <laughs> right. they don't let you use that no more. Yeah, they don't <laughs> let you, yeah. Same thing where I'm just like, God. And it's, you can feel like you, that's one of those books. Like sometimes you, you know, you flip through a comic, you read a comic, and you're like, Ah, the action's kind of all right. That one, you feel the punch of every, like every thrown punch you feel. <laughs> Everyone. And it may just be that a pair is a great storyteller in that, in, in, in that, but it's also the idea of like, sure. yeah, the spikes, their faces would just be like, bloody mush yeah by the end of the, oh, for sure. of the fight so it'd be like pulled pork yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely for yeah. sure so what was that three animation one comics yes I okay. comics. all right next uh veronica lodge <laughs> i like her a lot on riverdale but i'm gonna go comics i think <laughs> riverdale's bonkers yeah <laughs> <laughs> i enjoy riverdale but um yeah i like the character too on there um i was trying to think i mean obviously there was the old filmation cartoon with the archies right. and she's in that and i think for some reason they give her like a southern accent which i never understood oh that's weird she's like a southern bell kind of right. i mean i guess okay. it's more along the lines of the idea that you know she's high society of riverdale and that's why right. they went with that mm-hmm. yeah i guess um there wasn't a, there was an uh, Archie's Weird Mysteries cartoon from from Deke. Oh, that's right. Uh, like sometime in the late nineties, probably. Right. So there have been a couple cartoon versions. Yeah, because the filmation one, like they would play like you know, like some of those cartoons from the seventies, they would have some kind of a band aspect, and obviously there mm. was the Archies with Sugar Sugar. Right. But and would... Jingle Jangle, that's my favorite song by the Archies. <laughs> it's addictive. <Yeah>. So. <laughs> If you watch Riverdale, you know that Jingle Jangle is like there. It's like right. what it's it's the crack it's, of it's their drug. It's like yeah. their their student made narcotic <laughs> that the kids sell. Yes, uh, but it was a song by the Archies, so that nah. is where they got the name from. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I you know um, I don't know it's hard. I mean I you know I think I've told this story before of when I was a kid the the local grocery store that we went to in South Texas, like they occasionally had stuff, you know, you occasionally you get like a digest or something else, like one of the DC digests or they would have a random DC or Marvel comic. But usually all this, this, this grocery store had with when the magazine rack for comics was they had either savage sort of Conan or all the Archie comics. Like I don't, that was the two choices. So my mom would go shop this and I'd be like, the other, they're the same. Sure. You know, I mean, I'm 11 and I'm like, I'm, I love, I'm just like at that point, anything comics, I'm like, yeah, please. So <laughs> I would remember I would, I would read the Archie comics till my, you know, till, till either I got bored and then would go find my mom or my mom would get done and be like, come on, we're going. Or I would read the Savage Sword of Conan. So I've read a fair amount of Archie's and I would have to go with the comics on this one. Um, <laughs> even though I do like the absurdity of, you know, of just how over the top and ridiculous the idea of Veronica Lodge running a speakeasy in, in Riverdale in high school. Right. Under, under pops, under pops, <laughs> chocolate, yeah. shop. chocolate shop in the yeah. basement, in the basement. Yeah. I feel like she's more likable in Riverdale than she is in the comics. And I feel like the comics are supposed to be a little bit of a, like she's snobby and slightly unlikable. She has a certain Reggie. Qu- she has a certain qu- like Reggie quality, not like as mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, yeah, but she's also like, you know, it's it's kind of like I don't know what the, how to explain it, other than the fact that every now and then she just does something that's crappy, right? <laughs> you know, she doesn't she just does something that's kind of like ah, eh, you know, you know, I'm not I'm not that I'm not or something that's self like selfish or something that's not you know not great, and then yeah, 
you're kind of like, oh, well, Veronica's not that nice. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, in the comics, a lot they don't they don't try to make her likable in a lot of the comics. Mm-hmm. Right, it's just supposed to be that she's rich, beautiful, and glamorous, and like that's supposed to be the draw. Right. But sometimes that's what they do. So yeah, like, it's nice to see her have heart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like in the, in the Wade stuff, she comes off a lot better. Like she's definitely oh, yeah, no, definitely the more modern stuff. Yeah, like the yeah, Wade yeah, I was and, and Mark Wade's Spencer were, more recently. And, yeah, in Mark Wade's like um. In his his ongoing Archie, the one that had the ongoing continuity was mm-hmm. she was my I mean, she's definitely played up as like she's you know, she's lived a life and she's been all over the place and now she's yeah. stuck in Riverdale. Right. And then when you put her up against someone like Cheryl Blossom when she comes to the book later, yeah, you know, Ronnie's a saint compared to right. <laughs> how terrible Cheryl is when she first yeah. goes into town. Yeah. So yeah, I'd go with the comics. That's just the one I mean, that's the classic for me. That's the version I like the most, I yeah. think. Tommy? Oh, I was gonna say animation. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's my introduction to the characters. I wasn't. I'm not picking up Archie's comic. Just yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's just something that has to be laid in front of me. And like, yeah, that's that's a thing. You can read the Savage Sword of Conan while I read Little Archie, or, or... Oh, that's, oh, I'm definitely picking Conan over Archie. That's just, Gals that's and pals. Of, yeah. No, yeah, no, no afterlife with Archie. You're saying no to that. Oh yeah. Right. That's a good point too. I just yeah, thought I didn't think that. about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. another good one. I want them to animate it. Uh, that, uh, that was, <laughs> it was jarring. You kidding me? Yeah. They took away part of my childhood with after afterlife. <laughs> to see what they do in the opening uh, book. Have you read Afterlife after um, Afterlife with Archie or whatever? Yeah, it's great. Oh my god, it's jarring. Uh, I it's, love it. Yeah, <laughs> it's Walking Dead meets Archie. I never asked for that. Yeah, <laughs> my hardest pull was Riverdale. I like. I love Riverdale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So no animation. It was just that and um, sugar, sugar, man. Jesus, yeah, it's just infectious, man. Come on, man. That is it's a good bubble. It's a good uh, bubblegum pop song. It is <laughs> for sure. Yes. So animation for me. Okay. Very good. It's a, it's a tough split for me between comics and Riverdale because ah, mm-hmm. I love Riverdale. I right. talk about it. I've, it's probably come up like every episode for the last five <laughs> episodes somehow for me, and I don't know how, but. Uh, I'm gonna go comics because we never because, get rid of that without comics. Yeah, well, I mean, the, there's the old stuff, like the classic stuff is great, but like the modern art, like the modern comics they've done since about 2014, I mm-hmm. guess, is when it started, probably has been all great stuff because you got uh, Afterlife with Archie, which is the Archie horror book, mm-hmm. yeah. which is, I mean, that stuff existed before because you did have like the Archie's weird mysteries that mm-hmm. the the previous cartoon played off of and, and Sabrina's suspense story. So in that world, there were like weird things happening and, and afterlife with Archie isn't far of a stretch from that, except making it more gruesome and graphic. Right. And, and with art by uh, Frank Avila written by Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. Mm. And then you also had the, the launch at the time of the comic written by Mark Wade that had a bunch of different creators on it over the time, a bunch of different artists on it over the time. But um, oh, Fiona Staples yeah. was an early artist on it, and I love Fiona mm-hmm. Staples' art. Uh, Nick Spencer wrote an iteration of it later, but you had different artists on it, tons of different cover artists. And that stuff was like really well done, I thought, for being all ages, but like sophisticated in a way that the previous Archie stuff wasn't, and, and I liked it a lot. So comics for me. Yeah, very good. All right, so what was the total on that one? Who what did we go with? Uh, I think two comics, one TV, and one animation. All right, very good. If you're scoring at home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next character is Nightcrawler. <laughs> <laughs> What's your definitive take on Nightcrawler, gentlemen? Again, been some good versions. Yes, yeah. a lot of good ones. Comet. Okay. I love Excalibur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love his um, run on the X Men. His initial run on the X Men. They make that clear. <laughs> right. Um, not the later stuff. The later stuff. Him being a priest, I don't care for it too much. But I get it. Yeah, I love the movies. Yeah, but I rather get what's his name, Alan Cummings version, right. as opposed to the younger kid, mm-hmm. which isn't bad. But Alan Cummings sells it more with um X Men United. Right. Um, what else is there? Animation is nice, but the I mean, um, X-Men Evolution yeah. is really mm-hmm. where he stands out the most to me. Yeah, that's yeah. where they gave him the most yeah. to do. You know, you say you didn't really care for the pre-sub. I really like the the episode. Is it, isn't it the X-Men? There's an episode of uh, the 93 one with uh, like uh, the only episode he's in. Is he only got one episode? 
Yeah, he's in one or two only of the 90s series, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where he basically explains his whole, no, this is, this is, you know, this is what I believe and this is why I do this and da 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 I think that, it's one of the few times I bought the idea of him being a priest. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really well done in that. He's really good in Pride of the X-Men, though, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's really, really good in there. I say animation for that, and it was like, because I was thinking, I'm like, I'm like, movies, I'm like, that opening of X-Men 2 was so good. It is. In the White House, that like, just to see his powers like, like done like that, you just mm-hmm. see like how much of a threat you would be. Yeah, um, it's awesome. But then I'm like, but okay, but that's like really his only movie. He's in one of the, one of the first class ones. I can't remember if it's Apocalypse or Dark Phoenix or whatever. And I like the kid that played him, but yeah, yeah, it's Apocalypse, I believe. He didn't have a lot to do, right? And then I was thinking, I was like, it was like cartoons, and I was like, yeah, he's got like one episode of the '90s, and then. <laughs> you know maybe one of the one in like wolverine and the x-men i can't remember and then it hit me i was like oh x-men evolution yeah he's awesome in that <laughs> <laughs> right and he's used a lot in x-men evolution so yeah i like him in um that opening like you said of x2 is amazing it's so good and it's one of the things where i was always hoping that we the character would stick around and that we would have got a little more of the swashbuckling right mm-hmm. nightcrawl that we get in the comics yeah you know a lot more of the you know that that you know, Nightcrawler with a sword to me is just like, oh, you're you're right. done. What are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> How are you gonna defend from that? Especially well. when he uses his tail to hold the sword. Right, yep. right, all that <laughs> stuff. So that, yeah, I mean, you know, and then like I, I still haven't seen, I haven't seen much of Evolution. Um, like I said, I like the '93 animated one. Um, every now and then, the video game I play him <laughs> in the standup. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, I like playing Nightcrawler. That was fun, but. Uh, I'd have to go. I mean, there's not really TV. So I'd have to go. I'd go with comics. I mean, there's just so many stuff in the issues like Tommy was saying, like with Excalibur and then there's the stuff with the, the Burn and Claremont stuff and, you know, the character just visually was always really cool to me. And then there was just the whole thing of like, as a character, he was one of the few X-Men that before they came up with the image inducer, the, the workaround, right. you know, he was the one that, one of the definitely that, that he felt, I always felt for him because he was like, he was always seemed like he was just a great person Yeah, that just happened to be, you know, like it's, it's, it's again, going back to uh, God loves man kills when striker, you know, is, is having the, you know, having that debate at the end and striker points to nightcrawl. like, how can you dare to call something this, like, how can you say this is human? Right. right. You know, and, and at that point you've, you know, I've read, you know, all the burn Claremont stuff and I'm like, you know, Kurt's amazing. What are you talking about? He's, <laughs> right. he's such a great person, such a great character, you know? How yeah. dare you say that Kurt's not human because he doesn't look like what you think a human being should look like, quote unquote. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to have to go with comics. I would, I would hate to lose. As much as I want to still see evolution, I would hate to lose out on, 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 uh, on the comic stuff. Yeah, he was one of the ones. So Nightcrawler appears in animation. You said prior to the X-Men evolution. He also appeared in Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Oh, that's right. Which was my first introduction to him and the X-Men in general and most Mm -hmm. of the Marvel heroes in any form. My introduction was through Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Mm -hmm. And it was one of the ones where like it really jumped out at me as a kid to see like a hero character that was, you know, looked like a demon. Mm -hmm. And and I loved those X-Men appearances even when I was a kid because I was like, what's the deal with these people? (laughs) And it was one of the things that then got me into comics and got me into X-Men was through Spider-Man and his amazing friends. but. I have to choose the comics because like Excalibur was my favorite comic growing up mm-hmm. and he was one of the main characters in that. Plus you get God loves man kills. And, and so I have to go comics just because like, that's where I most knew him from. And mm-hmm. that's where I experienced the most nightcrawler stories. So we had, what's the score on this one? Two comics, two animation. Was that right? Do we need a tiebreaker? <laughs> <laughs> Can we ask our engineer? Should we ask our engineer? <laughs> I have to go with comic books. Okay. Very good. Comics it is. No more X-Men Evolution. No. <laughs> Poor Zach. <laughs> Alright, ready for the next character. Mm-hmm. Peter Venkman of the Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh. Famously portrayed by Bill Murray. Yes. <laughs> and Lorenzo Music. Yes. <laughs> right. In the real Ghostbusters cartoon. <laughs> yes. What's your definitive take on? I like Lorenzo music a lot. Yes. For the record. <laughs> this, this, this is harder than it should be. Isn't it? I th- <laughs> it is. Because he's awesome in real Ghostbusters. Yes. The cartoon. He really is. 
Yeah. I haven't played the video game. It's one of the, I mean, it's not an official sequel. I mean, it's probably mm-hmm. the, it's all, I mean, I don't know what Afterlife is going to give us. Right. You know, there's talk of them, you know, reprising roles again. Mm-hmm. And he's, he was in uh, Answer the Call, but he wasn't as Peter Venkman. So, right. But Bill Murray was in it, but he just wasn't that. So, mm-hmm. but there's rumors that we're going to get them all in After the Call. We just don't know yet. Or not in, I'm sorry, yeah, Afterlife. Afterlife. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is hard. Mm-hmm. I haven't read a lot of the comics. Yeah. Maybe a team up here and there were like, they did like a Ninja Turtles Ghostbusters mm-hmm. crossover <laughs> a little while ago, which is cool. It's neat. Um, right. Yeah. I think there's like Transformers and some other stuff too. I'm going movies. Okay. I mean, I, you, you don't get all the other versions without Bill Murray having like that take on it. <laughs> right. Which is just him, I feel like. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was the thing was they, you know, there was a yeah. lot of there was a lot of casting. Like at one point, um, when Dan Aykroyd came up with the idea, like it was supposed to be something for him and John Belushi to do. There was talk of Eddie Murphy being in Ghostbusters mm-hmm. at one point. <laughs> and it was kind of like when they had, you know, um Harold Ramis and and, and Aykroyd together, they kind of like roped Bill Murray into it. And a lot of the stuff that he did was kind of like, yeah, it's in the script, but you know, if you want, Billy, if you want to ad lib, do your thing and they let him do his thing. And yeah, I agree with you that you don't really have the other stuff without that. So I'd go with movies too. I liked Real Ghostbusters a lot. I did too. I did love that show. It was such a good show. And am I like the funny thing I thought about is that you had Lorenzo Music doing the voice for Peter Bankman <laughs> in the cartoon. Yeah. And this is another fun fact that you know, some people might know, but it's always fun. Mm-hmm. And it's that Lorenzo Music was the voice of Garfield in right. all of the Garfield animation stuff. You know, we all grew up <laughs> on. Everyone knows. And then Lorenzo Music passed away, I think, before they did the Garfield movies. The Breck and Meyer one, that one. But yeah, then, like any mm-hmm. Garfield movies, okay. any of the live action Gar- CG Garfield movies. And then Bill Murray did the voice of Garfield. <laughs> so. Right. Lorenzo Music voiced a Bill Murray character and Bill Murray voiced a Lorenzo Music character after Lorenzo Music. And I always thought that was a fun fact. Yeah, that's a good one. And they're both kind of perfect to be each other, I think. Like, I mean, (laughs) yeah. But I still have to go movies. Just Ghostbusters 1, I loved as a kid. And 2, I loved as a kid. Tommy? Oh, movies. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have to think. I've seen the real Ghostbusters. Yes. I've played the games, watched everything. Bill Murray. Is he the voice of, of him in the games? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I forget. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he came back and did that. Wow. Because a long time he fought the idea of doing a sequel for the longest time because he, yeah. he didn't want to do it. And then um, at one point, I think he was like, you know, he did the whole, I'm too old for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, he was he the the closest he got like he would finally was like I just did I did the video game and that's what you're gonna get basically mm-hmm. yeah which is good he's I mean he's good in it it's fun but you know it's not the same as an actual live action so mm. all right so we went with so are we did a full sweep on that one movies yeah I think so yeah all right very good on to the next one Poison Ivy mm. what's your what's your Definitive take on Poison <laughs> Ivy. Gotham? <laughs> I'm kidding. It's terrible. Uh, Uma Thurman. Yes. <laughs> and Bane in a gorilla suit, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. I'm like, the one thing, like, the one thing I will say about Uma Thurman's Poison Ivy is Uma Thurman is the only person who knew what movie she was in. <laughs> yes. I go with that too. Uh, she was not afraid to play that big. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, she, I mean, basically just doing Mae West. Yeah. 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 I mean, not that that's a bad thing. I mean, <laughs> right. you know, I like, you know, I'm a fan of Uma's. I like Uma Thurman. I, you know, I enjoyed her stuff over the years, but yeah, it was just one of those, you know, in that movie, I'm not sure if she realized <laughs> what the right. character was. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's not really a live action. It's not like you have a Poison Ivy in the Batman 66 to point to or play off right. of. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, even though the character had been around for, you know, a while at that point. Right. Yeah. You know, um, does anyone know if she's in the filmation? I can't remember if there's a poison. I Ivy. can't remember if she's in any of that stuff either. Cause I think I know she's, you know, she's obviously she's in the comics, but I don't know yeah. if she 
branches out into anything else. And then animation wise, she's in what? She's in Hush, right? She's in Hush, yeah. Animated series, obviously. She's right. in the Batman. Yeah. Brave and the Bold. Is she in Young Justice? Uh yeah. She's voiced by uh Alyssa Milano in Young Justice. She's she's in that first episode. She's in that one that we watch in New York. I was about to say, is that for, the one for she's New in? York Comic Con? The one the one where Joker is teamed up with Black Adam and <laughs> okay, right. Ultra Humanite, I think. That's, yeah. where, that's where Brent Spiner is a Joker, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's the one where we're huddled around your iPad watching that in the apartment. Yep, that's right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Memories. Good memories. Yep. Yep. And Harley Quinn, of course. Well, yeah, of course. Right, yeah. Oh, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, to me, I would say animation. She, yeah. There's no bigger depiction other than comics of her than in animation. And mm-hmm. they nail it every time, no matter how small it is, as opposed to every other thing. Yeah, um, yeah. I love her in comics. That's her debut, whatever. But the way they utilize her in animation, she's either the main villain, a uh, nice supporting character, or like she's, I mean, God, the list is insane, insane, the animation. Yeah. 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 I mean, you even have her in the Turtles. Mm-hmm. You have yeah, her yeah, in, yeah. Um, you have her in Harley Quinn. You have her in. Um, she's in um, Justice League Action, too. She's in Justice yeah. League Action. I mean, upcoming long Halloween movie she's mm-hmm. into because the trailer for part two just dropped and, and we saw finally what she looks like in that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have to go with, with Tommy as well. I think visually like her bit, like her whole thing of I'm uh, making plants come to life and, you know, attack mm-hmm. is I don't think it was done very well in the in the movie live action wise. But I think in animation, <laughs> I agree with Tommy. It's always done well. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go with animation, too. Yeah, as, as as much as I love Batman and Robin, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I think I think a lot of her best moments are in animation. As mm. great as she is in the comics, and but I can name more moments in 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 animation. I think like House and Garden from the animated series is like you know one of the best ones ever for her. Right. I think Harley and Ivy team up originates from there. I mean, she's great in the Har- in the Harley Quinn show. Right. Well, she's also really good in the Batgirl Supergirl episode. Yeah. Girls, Girls Night Out. She's yeah, great in that yeah. too. I mean, there's there's a lot of them. There's a lot of really, really good ones. And comic-wise, I can only really think of like th- there there was a Tom King story arc from his run on Batman that I mean it like really really powered her up i mean mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys if you guys have read it frank you're probably the only one that i think would, yeah, would, no, would have read, read it but i mean but like she's like a justice league bad guy yeah at she's, this yeah. point like yeah, in, she's that, full in on, that story yeah she's almost like she's almost like the equivalent through through her like uh toxins and stuff she's almost like the purple man yeah right? mm-hmm. level like of what she's able to do in that issue in those issues yeah yeah, it was um, almost like she controlled almost everybody like on the planet. Yeah. I feel like like it was nuts and I'm like, "Wow, okay." Like can't just make her a Batman villain at that point. Like mm. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, I say animation. Yeah. I mean, she's fun to play in like in I think she's in Justice 2. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's been in other video games. I know like the one of the early like PlayStation um or was it Super Nintendo Batman and Robin games? I think she's in one of those too. Okay. Like the tie into the show? Yeah. Or the, video, or the movie? I think so, yeah. Okay. And she was in one of the Arkham's. She's in both. Mm-hmm. She's in three of them. Okay. Yeah. And I have to go animation too, mm-hmm. just because I think it's her best appearances. It's her most memorable appearances to me. And like, I always like her in in it. Uh, we've only had the one live action appearance so far, but if Margot Robbie gets her way, yeah, hopefully yeah. there's another live action appearance coming the teams are up with harley they better i would like to see that i'm i'm completely stunned that she has not been cast at any point like yeah. i mean this we're going on this is this is what gonna be suicide squad is gonna be the third time margot robbie's played her right yeah yes yeah yeah and i mean with talk of like a couple of other appearances of her in the works i can't believe like I, I want a Harley and Ivy movie. Right. <laughs> like, just give me like Thelma and Louise with the two of them. And that's what Margot Robbie wants to. Yeah. I would love it. It would be good. Yeah. I would watch it. I would yep. go. Yep. 
I'll sign that petition if Margot Robbie <laughs> wants to start it up. Yeah. All right. So we're all we're all in agreement on that one. That's all in animation. <laughs> Next one. Sub Zero. <laughs> For Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Okay. He's been in animation. Uh-huh. Oh, man, I haven't watched the new movie yet. He's been in uh, comics. He's been in movies yeah. and yeah. obviously video games. And I don't know if I don't know if there's been a was there a live act? There was a TV show, right? TV yes. show and the movies. Okay. There you go. Sub Zero. The video games. Now, if you, if you recall, Zach, in the animation, he was voiced by Luke Perry. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah. That if, changes if that, things. If that sways your decision yes. at all. Yes. If you're biased by that. <laughs> I haven't seen that new animated one that came out last year either. The one the one that um, Joel McHale voices Johnny Cage. Straight to video one. <laughs> I've not seen it either. Me either. Hmm. It's very good. He's a definite badass in that one, too. Yeah, everybody loves Sub Zero. Yeah. yeah, video games. Tommy, yeah. you're right. It's video <laughs> games. Because <laughs> he was always the one I liked picking. I just yeah, thought, like, the visual was so yes. cool. I sure. thought. Well, I, I mean, like, the visuals. The visuals cool. The idea that you can freeze your opponent and then wail on them. Yeah. Who doesn't like that? Yeah. <laughs> I like the stupid, silly, like, freeze the ground and watch him slip and then yeah. you can, like, pound on him. That, I thought even that was fun. <laughs> That's a good one, too. Yeah. It's a good bit. I mean, he's definitely a heavy in the new movie. Yes. Spoilers. Okay. Spoilers. No, he's a heavy. <laughs> he fights. Sub-Zero fights in, what? That, in, that. in the that. new Mortal Kombat movie. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Who would have guessed? Some good stuff, but I gotta go video game, too. I gotta go video game. Yeah. I'll make it unanimous. It's video games. I always okay. chose Sub-Zero. I was never very good at Mortal Kombat. That's why you chose no, Sub-Zero. That's why I chose it there, because I could, like I said, I would, <laughs> right. the, the move was all, I could free somebody, and then... Yeah beat them up as much as I could and then hope that they didn't like do a two button, three button, four button combo. Or you Scorpion. The worst, right. I was terrible at Mortal Kombat too. For some reason, it was the same <laughs> controller, but for some reason I was way better at Street Fighter. Okay. But yeah, I mean like I, I, I would freeze you as Sub-Zero that I would be trying to like work up like some big combination mm-hmm. and I would miss it completely and like the like the the time would wear off and like they would thaw out and come out. And I'm like, oh man, right. even this I'm messing up. Oh, like, no, no, the controls are hard in Mortal Kombat, just because it wasn't like quarter movements like Street Fighter. Street yeah. Fighter had to roll the controller, which I think was easier than down up, down up, which yeah. is crazy hard. The joystick, but yeah. All right, so we all agree. We all agree. Video games for, <laughs> yeah. for Sub Zero. All right, so the last one will be. We'll go this one. This one's a good one. Rogue. Ooh. What's your definitive <laughs> take on Rogue? The hell with Anna Paquin is my first <laughs> iteration, just to put that out there. Okay. Tommy, throw it down the gauntlet. Yes. I dare somebody pick movies. I dare <laughs> Yeah, Sugar. the writing's not there in the movies. No. I think, and no, no. nothing against her. I just think right. I, just, I think the character's not captured the the best. Right. Yeah. It was an interesting choice to make Rogue the entry character. Yes. Yeah. At that point in the movies, when there has been Kitty Pride, you, know, you could have either gone Kitty Pride or mm-hmm. Jubilee at that yep. point. Or Jubilee, as, as the entry level, as the entry characters, the audience perspective. Or if you wanted to go even further, you could have gone with Armor from like. Whedon. Well, Astonishing wasn't out quite yet. That oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's right. that was still yeah, a few right. years later. But that was, yeah, that's another <laughs> potential <laughs> one to use if someone were doing it now. Right. So, yeah, it was, I mean, the movie with Rogue was an interesting choice. I like the Anna Backlund a lot, but yeah, it was, it was an interesting choice to go that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. it's hard, right? Yeah, I'm going animation. <laughs> Because I like X-Men Evolution a lot. And I yeah. like that Rogue in X-Men Evolution a lot. She's so good in X-Men Evolution. <laughs> I just feel for her so much in that show. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's, yeah, it's really tough. hard because I love one. her in X-Men Evolution. I think I'm going to go comics on this one, though. Okay. okay. I think my first choice of comics all night. Because of Gambit. Yeah. Because yeah. of Gambit. But I love Rogue. <laughs> she's, like, she's like my favorite X-Men, I think. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. Because of Gambit. Yeah, because, <laughs> because she loves Gambit, so I have to love her. Ah, okay. There you go. Right. Sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sugar. 
I say <laughs> I say comics because costume design that's that's to be that guy. Mm. <laughs> I just love how they dynamically change. I mean, mind you, I I, I still think they haven't mind role to a full potential outside mm. of comics. I mm. want to see her be the villain introduced. I want to see her strip Captain Marvel of her powers. Right. I want to see her run through the X-Men and then have her powers dynamically change. I want to see her interaction with Mystique, all that stuff. Right. Like, all they reduce her to is a Southern Belle who can't touch anybody in every yeah. other iteration. I think she's a complicated character if uh, is. if you mind her beginnings. Now, I don't think so. But then, sure. She's in a, She's got an episode of Wolverine and the X-Men that's like top to bottom like an adaptation of like a silver samurai right comic book i forget what issue it is but yeah. th- like it is one of the better episodes of that show right i think yeah i remember that one this is tough <laughs> this is a tough one um video games don't care so much about the tv's not really there movies no no i agree that um the writing's not really there for a character and it is weird to make her that the entry. So for me, it comes down to comics or animation. I would have to go with animation. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Just because, I mean, it's, for me, it's, as I said before, I haven't seen Evolution, but I've seen the 93 stuff. And I think there's a certain amount of, I mean, the comics. So, I mean, the, there's the, there's the disconnect for me for the comics. Cause when she's first introduced, um, she's much more of, I mean, she's almost a middle-aged woman. Oh, mm. tremendously so. She's depicted really, and then they, they change that up and they depict her as like being a good, you know, when she joins the X-Men, they, they, they de-age her down to being in her twenties where she definitely right. was not that thing at first. Yeah. Like was the white streak supposed to be like an age signifier when it started instead probably of a stylistic was. choice or, well, or something? It probably was because it was, you know, it was one of those things where she was, I, she's definitely, she's much, much older in her first like, right. handful of appearances. Yeah. Um, but like, like J. Jonah Temples, like it was, right. it was trying to convey uh-huh. the same thing. Yeah, I think so. But, um, I have a theory. Just, okay. What's your theory? My theory is one, she hung out with some old ass women. Well, there's that too. That's what I thought too. <laughs> so her costume change would depict what they would think she should wear. And two, after leeching the power in somewhat of the age of Captain Marvel, it makes her, regresses her age or her appearance. Okay. It affects her physically and not only strength, but appearance. Not a bad take, but when she still joins the X-Men, she's still rocking that look for a while. Oh, she's gone sexy for no reason. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. They 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 de age her and they 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 play up her her looks and she mm-hmm. doesn't. I mean, there's like I'm thinking of like the Paul Smith stuff. She still looks like Rogue. Oh no, definitely. But after you that, know. after I think what um, two hundred around that mm-hmm. time, yeah, she becomes sexy Rogue. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, it, the thing is, that she's the character in the in the comics just came became real one note for me. You know, I can't be with anybody. I can't touch anybody. Mm-hmm. Only when I use my powers, blah, 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 blah. Whereas in the, in the cartoon, in the 93 version, she just, she's a lot more joyful. Yeah. And what you know, is this one? In the You're 93. Like the 90s ones? Yeah, in the 90s one, the Fox one. There's a lot more, you know, she revels in her power. It's not quite, a, it's not a burden. You know, she's not, you know, there's not so much of that. Oh, this sucks. I can't, you know, I can't be with it you know i mean it's still there obviously it's part of her origin and stuff yeah but it's not quite the same and she's the powerhouse of the team there's, too, and there's with that, that too with that the, current lineup too which is cool right. there's that yeah. aspect of it too that they don't really use a lot of, you know in the comics is the idea that she's you know she uses her power like there's some, there's some episodes where she uses her powers in really creative ways but mm-hmm. the, the idea that she's the the muscle is always a cool thing for that that show too so i'm yeah. gonna go i'm gonna go animation so do we have two comics and two animations? Yeah, no, I may change my vote. To oh, oh, last minute. Oh, I, recount. Cause sweet, sweet. No, because Frank, because yeah. you're reminding me too that that like that <laughs> I I can I can sometimes remember the '90s show with like more nostalgia than than like than me actually liking it. You know okay, what I mean? Sure. But but no, I mean you're right. I mean she she does stand out in that show too, right? A lot, and she does have a lot of good episodes. 
of, mm-hmm. of that as well. In addition to X-Men Evolution, her being, I think, my favorite character also. Right. Faith. You know? Yeah. When she turns into Faith, X-Men Evolution. <laughs> yeah. So no comics for me no. today. Oh, no, no. I said Veronica in comics. Okay. You did. One comic. Yeah. No, I thought you said Riverdale for Veronica. No, no, no. I said I said what I they make her likable in Riverdale, and oh, I feel like yeah. the crux of it. While I appreciate that, but I feel like the crux of it is that she's supposed to be also kind of kind of a jerk. Okay, a bit, you know. Gotcha. So, all right, awesome. So we are going to uh, close out the same way that we closed the first definitive five, which we're going to go around and we're going to say a character or property that we think should have a presence in another medium that they don't already have. Uh, but first, if you like the show, you can check out all of our episodes on YouTube and let me know how it is dot com. Just please, however you find us, don't forget to like, subscribe and leave us a review. Finally, if you have any ideas for a topic, you can send them our way on Twitter or in the comments. Our Twitter handle is our show's initials, L-M-K-H-I-I. All right. So who's going first? Name a character or property and where you would like to see it. All right. I'm going to go out on, on something a little unexpected, but dread judge dread. Okay. As a what? As a TV show. As okay. a TV show. Live action TV show. You, Live action saying. TV show. Okay. I don't think there's been one. Has there not been a Judge Dread TV show ever? No. I don't think there's been. I yeah. don't believe there has been. You wouldn't been. know if there is because it'd be the goriest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like to see one, especially after the the Carl Urban Dread from a few years way back. Mm-hmm. I would like that to continue as a show. Okay. If possible. Any, uh, any, uh, what 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 home would you like for it to be? HBO? I mean one FX? of the streamers. One of the okay. streamers that would just let them do whatever stories they want to tell in, in Mega City One. Okay. <laughs> cool. That's a good pick. I yeah. like that one. It's a cool setting that like we only ever get to see a little piece of in, in the two movies there have been. Mm-hmm. I mean in, in Dread that works great that we're only seeing one piece of it because it's just like like tearing through this one building and it's awesome. Yeah. But I'd like to see like the different parts of it. Yeah, you want to see like the world building aspect. Yeah, of it. yeah, yeah. No, it's a good one. Tommy, Frank, you know what? God award a live action movie. Mm, okay, it's <laughs> a good one. We probably get it as a cartoon. We got it as a video game, of course, because that's the only iteration scene of that. But I'd love to see some idiot be painted all white and just kill people <laughs> mercilessly. On a level of C. No, you know what? I rescind that because oh. I think we've gotten that before. It's just terrible. It's class of the Titans. It didn't work as well. Back to the drawing board. No. Okay. <laughs> Not at all. All right. I'll go with mine. Okay. I'm hoping I didn't say this one for the first episode <laughs> that we did. Because <laughs> um, I really don't remember what I said for it. But I am going to say Vixen. Okay. Uh, as a movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, my thing right now is I'm going through a big James Bond phase right now. Mm-hmm. Where I'm watching a lot of the old movies. And, and one of the things that I love about James Bond is um, how big a part, like the product placement and the cars and the style and all of that, like plays a part for the movies, for the whole franchise. And I'm like, there is so there's begging to be like like a female action hero where they get to flex those muscles. Right. Right. And so I'm like fixing being the fact that she was like a supermodel. Mm-hmm. Right. And kind of globe trotting. I'm like, it just sets itself up perfect to be. Like we're going to it's going to be the movie where where we're going to showcase like all these purses and shoes and awesome cars and ball gowns and stuff like that and i just feel like i think it'd be really cool if if like women had a version like that for movies to geek out about so yeah so i say vixen (laughs) i think vixen would be a good a good avenue for that and i and i think you know interesting powers too i think that there's there's a lot of fun scenarios that you could put that character in i think she's a good character yeah She's had solid appearances so far in animation and, and TV. Legends of Tomorrow, I think she was in, right? Or a version of her. Yeah, I think so, right? And yeah, Arrow. Sure. yeah. She show, yeah she's, she's in the Arrowverse somewhere. I forget yeah. where she pops up first. She's, but, in, yeah. she's in Arrow first, and then, and then she ends up in um, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. For sure. No, I'm going to go with Wonder Woman, the animated series. Yeah. Because why not? It's a crime. 
It is. <laughs> it's a crime. <laughs> why not? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I find that they I find they think it's hard to have a woman lead an animated series. You could probably count on your hand how many times you've seen that occur. Right. And what better person than the probably the most referred to or famous female superhero? Yeah. And it's it's not even that she hasn't had one in a while. She's never had like one. she's never had one. Yeah. Right. At all. Mm-hmm. Just you a know. guest in an ensemble or just an ensemble piece. Yeah. Well, yeah. If they're gonna have seven of them, yeah, throw one of them in it. You know, that, yeah. That. yeah, like she's never been the lead in any in anything. And no. it's um and you would think also because they tend to like to coincide a cartoon when a major movie comes out. Like yeah. we've now gotten two Wonder Woman movies. Right. And no coinciding cartoon. None. Yet. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah, I, I'm completely perplexed how it's never happened. Or broached. Right. I've got mine. Okay. Um, I was thinking about it. We talked about it before in another episode. Uh, about I think it's in the episode of um, things that didn't get made, I think. Mm-hmm. And we talked about they're not being, um, they decided not to go with a Captain America animated. Mm-hmm. I think having a, a like, I think back to like it's like the sixties maybe, where you have like the the those the original Marvel animated shorts or those animated movies, not animated movies, animated episodes. Right. Mm-hmm. We had those back then, and we really haven't had another. I think Captain America is much like Wonder Woman, where he hasn't had his own series. Mm-hmm. Like we've had a bunch of Fantastic Fours or Spider Mans or Hulks or Iron Mans even. Right. But there hasn't really been a like a devoted Captain America animated series. Right. And I think that's something that, that, you know, surprisingly with as popular as the character is after the movies and with the idea that Chris Evans is kind of done, you know, that we, there's not been any kind of mess. So, like, we're going to continue on with Captain America in his own animated series. Yeah. Right. So, I think that's one of those, you know, one of those gaping, you know, holes in the, in, the, in their animated department that they could definitely do if they did a Captain America animated series. Okay. I'd watch all of these. These are all great. I have an update on my dread one. Apparently, apparently the exact thing I said is in early development. Oh, cool. So okay. it might happen. Oh, good. He just, he just wished it into, into reality. <laughs> I just wished it into being and found an yep. update from like a month ago about it where it's a TV series is aiming to be a wider exploration of judge dreads, fictional world, focusing on the titular heroes he takes down street thugs while also telling other stories in the monstrous mega city one carl urban is in quote-unquote early talks to potentially reprise the role of of course so that's as far as we are it's in early early stages of development so it is a thing that could happen and i and i want it to happen get a good art director that's what i hope don't don't like don't don't make the look of it boring right (laughs) a show or as a show as a live action show it'll work Especially this day and age. Awesome. All right. Clifton's got some some strange powers. <laughs> this is true. All right. Okay, listeners, tell us your thoughts in the comments, or you can hit us up on Twitter, of course, as always. Uh, we'll post links and examples to everything we talk about and let me know how it is.com. Please remember to like us and follow us on social media. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>